Yo, what's up? This is Coach Jeff. Welcome to the DWA Podcast. Hey, young world. This is Coach Lee. Welcome to the GWA Podcast. Hey, what's going on, people? This is Coach Wooten. Welcome to the GWA Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the GWA Podcast, the Golden Wings Podcast. I'm your co-host, Coach Wooten. (laughs) On the line with me, I have Coach Chef, the founding member of the Golden Wings Academy. And Coach Chef has another awesome guest for us, so he's going to go ahead and make that introduction. Go ahead, Coach. I appreciate it, Woo. So we're still transitioning. We're talking to a lot of coaches um, sending my reach. So now we're going to transition to baseball. So I have with me Coach Sumner from the University of Ohio uh, baseball. So let's give a round of applause for him and we're going to let him introduce us up. Go ahead, Coach. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, again, thanks for having me. Um, like I said, Justin, Justin Sumner, uh, assistant baseball coach, uh, Ohio University, up in beautiful uh, Athens, Ohio, home of. Uh, the soon-to-be legend, Joe Burrow. Okay. Hey, there it is. <laughs> All right, Coach, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself so people can get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Um was uh, born and raised uh, most of my younger years in uh, the great state of Missouri. Uh, was very fortunate to get to play sports uh, as, a young, as a young kid and just kind of Grew to love the the passion that was playing and being around my teammates and um, was fortunate enough after high school to play some college baseball. Uh, played one year at community college at Fort Scott and then uh, finished up and got my, um, my bachelor's at the University of St. Mary. Uh, it's a small NAIA school in Kansas. And um, then just kind of when I was in college, kind of knew that, you know, coaching was going to be my passion, was kind of my calling, Uh, was blessed to be around and work with a lot of guys um, that had, you know, the same sort of passion and drove my interest uh, more so in the profession to kind of get me to where I am now. Uh, was lucky to kind of bounce around everywhere. I've been a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, worked with a lot of guys, met a lot of good friends, and seen a lot of the country. So, uh, yeah, just uh, ultra blessed to be able to do what I do. Coach, thank you for that intro. If you don't mind, I want to get straight into it. I know the people are dying to hear from you, um, especially with us coming from a baseball point of view. I want to focus on all sports. Um, one thing I really want to touch on, Coach, is – what helps build a culture in the locker room with so many players from different areas and backgrounds? I know everybody's not from Ohio. So what helps build a culture in the locker room and how does that culture stay successful? Uh, You know, I think, I think it's relatable to all sports and business professions alike. I think you have to have a common goal. I think you have, when you, like you said, you bring in people from different areas, different backgrounds, uh, from different parts of the country and the world sometimes. Um, I think you got to get everybody pulling in the same direction. I think um, once everybody kind of gets on board and understands what the, you know, what the dynamic is, what's the ultimate team goal, I think that makes it a lot easier for guys to start to to build that trust and that relationship with each other. And you know how it is when you're uh, when you're a college athlete, you're around each other, you know, 
almost 24 seven for, you know, nine months out of the season. And there can be some up and downs with that. But I think if, like you said, once everybody kind of goes back to the, what's the foundation we're trying to accomplish? Uh, I think that kind of holds the unity of a, of a program together. I totally agree with you, coach. I think, the faster you build a culture, and especially when you have those leaders already in your locker room, it makes it easier for those up-and-coming freshmen to actually join that culture. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, just to keep reiterating it, uh, you know, the guys that have been there, the guys that understand it, um, once they once they kind of start to get their footing, and then like you said, when the new guys come in, there's just, hey, this is what we do. You know, this is the way we're going to do things, and you know, this is why we're doing it, and this is our goal, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep going until we accomplish it. Now, what's the biggest transition that you see freshmen who are coming into the program, um, whether it be in Ohio or your past tense? What's the biggest transitions that you see that freshmen struggle with, and how do you, as a coaching staff, help them get over that transition? I think it's kind of the the initial shock factor of you know, uh, oh, I'm here now. Like, you know, the, the recruiting process is one thing and, you know, everybody's, you know, we're doing everything that we can to get good players, good kids to come, you know, to step foot on campus. And, you know, then they get here and, you know, it's, it's different. You know, most of the time when you're younger, you're playing kids that are one or two years older than you, you know, that's one thing. But then when you step foot on, like as an 18, 19 year old kid and, you look out there and you're like, oh, my, this is uh, this is a 23-year-old man that uh, he's been here a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think in, in baseball it's a little bit different um, than other sports, obviously. Um, but, like, for football, for example, you know, you got a young kid coming out of high school that, you know, maybe he was a really, really good offensive lineman. And then he runs into, oh, there's an All-American I'm going across. You know, it's that – that competitive nature and that wow factor, all those different things start to kind of kick in. And you have to, as a coach, remind them, you know, consistently, you know, hey, we believe in you. Like, we believe in you. We brought you here for a reason. We know that you can do the job. Just go out there and be yourself. Don't don't try to be somebody you're not. I completely agree with that mindset, Coach. I think the faster that you get those – up-and-coming freshmen to be comfortable in your program um, with those leaders as well as the coaching staff, the more successful your program can be in the long run because I honestly believe that it starts off the field for it to be successful on the field. Absolutely. I mean, you guys understand how it goes. And, you know, we get these guys for practice and they're here with us for two, two and a half hours. And, you know, we're doing baseball stuff and, you know, we're, we're pushing them, we're challenging them. You know, they're, they're, you know, things are going a million miles an hour. And then when they get off the field and they got all the, that time to actually hang out with each other, get to know each other, you know, build those. I'm a big believer in it, like you said earlier, with the culture and the building the relationships with each other. Cause I mean, you guys could probably attest to this. I mean, you've played sports your whole life and you, you make those relationships with people and they stick with you. And once once the young guys start to feel like they belong, those upperclassmen kind of bring them under their wings a little bit, then then you start to really see them flourish. Coach, amazing answer. I, I completely understand and see how your program is growing. One question I did have, I was looking at your background. Um, how has your prior experience 
as um, a coach, a player, prepared you for this level? You know, being a D1 um, program, how has your prior past helped you prepare for this level? I, I, I don't know if there's really one specific answer that would cover it. I think it – I think adaptability would be the number one word that I would use. Um, you know, coaching is coaching. Um, you're, you're still trying to always build relationships with your players. You're trying to put them in positions to be successful. And so I would say, and honestly, it's learning how to communicate and how to build rapport with guys from different backgrounds that, you know, that you've never met before. And then you step foot on campus as a first year coach. I mean, you're trying to feel them out just as much as they're trying to feel you out. And, and I think it, it, it all kind of boils down to that building relationships and, you know, building that camaraderie and that, that trust factor and that rapport. And that's, that's where you see guys that, you know, start to, to make good impacts with their players. Now, what advice can you give to those high, high school coaches who are looking to get to the level that you are currently at? How How is that transition from high school coaching or I guess maybe even travel ball coaching compared to college? How's that transition been for you? I, I think it's be a sponge with your peers. Um, Listen, listen, um, you know, pick everybody's brains. Uh, I, I kind of like to think myself every day as a, as a whiteboard that's blank, you know, like we get in and we have our staff meetings and, you know, guys are always round balling ideas. We're talking about things. Um, and it is, it's, it's learning to listen and kind of get, you know, some different perspectives on things and, you know, taking that, applying it utilizing it in your foundation as a coach and, you know, just, you know, reaching out and having dialogue with guys. Cause I mean, I think in the ultimate grand scheme of things, you know, we coach because we want to have a good positive impact on our players' lives and, you know, help them be better than the way we were. So I think if you start with it on the level of I'm doing it to help myself be a better coach, then it just kind of snowballs into everything else. Coach, one question I, I I ask a lot of our guests, um, especially on the collegiate level, is um, what systems are in place academically, leadership, mental health, in order for players to be successful on that level as well? Like in terms of what does the university offer? What does the coaching staff offer? How do you help those players continue to be successful in your program uh, three to four years, five years, however many years they're in your program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean – with everything that's going on in the world today, we know that it's a very fast moving, fast paced, um, social media driven sort of digital world that we live in. And we, we have open dialogue with our guys all the time. Like, like we have open door. If you need anything, give us a call, give us a text, you know, we'll do everything that we can to assist you to kind of be there for you. Um, you know, if you need more assistance on, you know, anything in in your life, you know, we will reach out to all different aspects here on campus, getting guys the, the necessary resources that they would need, whether it's, you know, somebody in the training staff, somebody, you know, in the psych department, things like that, like 
giving these guys the just giving them the options to find what's best for them, you know, because ultimately, like, and you guys know this, you can have the most talented player in the world, but if they're not comfortable and they're not, you know, you don't have that rapport with them, then it's hard to get the best out of them and for them to have the best experience. So you want to have all those doors open for them to, to find what they need. Because one thing I always preach, like, you know, and we can contest to this, I always preach building relationships first and then coaching second. Yeah, abs- absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I I think it's important every day that our guys show up at the field. We we do our best to, you know, hey, hey, how was class today? You know, how how was the day going? How was the weight room? You know, how's mom and dad doing? Everybody's good? You know, great. Because, again, you know, I'm a firm believer in this. You can be having the worst day in the world. You show up to practice, and if coach is in a good energetic mood, and you can kind of set that tone right there and, you know, kind of help guys reset a little bit because, you know, let's be honest, you know, they're here to play sports. They're here to get an education have a great experience. And, you know, our job as coaches is to help facilitate that. Hey, Coach, I'm going to jump on in here right now. Um, Looking at your resume, how has the traveling and uh, the coaching experience been for you and your family? Um, I know with baseball, you know, you guys pretty much practice all year round, but you've also coached on different levels and in different states. How has that been? Fun. It would be the best word I would use, fun. Um, I've enjoyed it as – as you could, I, I, I'm a little kid. I get to, I get to coach baseball. I don't really work. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I've met a lot of great friends out there. Um, I mean, we're all in it for the same reason. So that makes it real easy. Um, you know, guys that I'm friends with from the Northeast, I still talk to them every day. Um, I make it a point, you know, I'm, I, I don't see my family, like my immediate family, like my parents, but maybe twice a year. So I make sure to call mom and dad, you know, once or twice a week, say, hi, how's everything going and just check in. And, you know, it's uh, just keeping your just keeping your mind on the prize and what's the ultimate goal. And, you know, not forgetting the people that have you know helped you along the way is, is vital for me. Yeah, that's huge. Um, given the state of the players today, I mean, as we know, the baseball players today are. Uh, bigger, stronger, faster than they were, you know, back in the day, as we would say, what do you tell your players as far as taking care of their bodies? What advice do you give them? What type of training programs um, from the physical aspect do you guys have there to make sure that, you know, you can pretty much stay injury free, which you never can do, but, you know, to minimize the um, amount of injuries that players suffer. So the the worst the worst uh, two words in collegiate athletics is training room, uh, but it's getting your guys to know like, hey man, those trainers they're there for a reason. We would rather you be proactive and get in there, like put your ego aside, quit trying to be macho man, like especially you know in the fall. Hey, if you're a little banged up, go get some treatment. You know, we we want you healthy come you know February and. You know, like the farther north you get, you know, hey, you got to realize the first, you know, five weeks of the season, they're going to be cold up here. So your your body's going to be going through some different uh, levels of abuse with that cold weather 
that we get. So, you know, if you can be proactive in, you know, September, October, November, that gives you the best chance to be, you know, on the field consistently once we start in February and March. Right. Um, yeah, being from New York, I totally understand what it's like <laughs> trying to play baseball <laughs> in the beginning of the season there. Hey, um, what do you look for, um, your program, when you're out recruiting uh, these kids? Um, what what stands out to you guys and what type of kid? I know we've touched upon the uh, character aspect, but from the physical tools, um, what do you look for when you guys are out and looking at these freshmen all around the country? You know, outside of giving, you know, the metric answers and things like that, it's the it's the consistency to do things at a high level. Um, you know, anybody can go out there and make one play here and one play there. You know, that's one thing. But, you know, doing it consistently at a high level is is what we really want. We want guys that they take pride in their craft. You know, they get out there, they play the game hard. They're, um, they represent, you know, themselves, their family, their teams. They represent them in a positive manner. And they do that at a, at a consistently high level. Because, um, you know, as anything in sports, you know, when you're a coach, you're an owner, you're a GM or anything like that, the player is your investment. And if you're going to make an investment into uh, as a young into a young student athlete, you want to make sure that they, you know, they carry themselves the right way and that they perform day in and day out at a consistently high level. Coach Sheffield had uh, said before, we're, you know, we're located in Southeast Florida currently. And, you know, we work with a lot of these athletes from all sports. Um, what's your opinion on the year round baseball here in Florida? Uh, a lot of our kids, I mean, they play literally year round. And without, you know, annoying anyone <laughs> and any of your friends or contacts, what's your thought on that uh, about playing travel ball right after, you know, your high school season? Or, what, what are your thoughts on that? I love guys that play two, like play multiple sports. I played I, – I went to a real small high school in Missouri. Um, I graduated with 25 kids. So I played, I played three sports year-round, and I loved it. I, I loved the competitive nature of football. I loved how that helped me out. Um, you know, it, football helped me out for the dog days of summer and baseball. You know, if you can, if you can go out there and get beat up on for four quarters, you know, and it's cold and you know this and that, you, you can deal with it when it's ninety-five degrees and you know sunny in the summer. Um, you know, basketball helps you more athletic. The, the quick twitch, the movements. I. I I advocate strongly for kids to play at least two sports. I, I think that prioritized training takes away from a lot of the dynamic development of young kids. And I, I just hate to see you waste. I, I hate to see a kid waste, you know, some youthful years getting to play and be around different teammates and have fun and those things and build some different motor skills just because they think that, well, when I'm 12, if I spend, you know, 365 days a year playing baseball, that that's going to help get me to where I want to get to. And I, I just personally do not believe that. Yeah, I, you know, I think Coach Chef um, and myself are, are 100% with you on that. And some of the hardest things, you know, are trying to speak to the high school coaches and letting them know, you know, we need to develop this guy in a different way without stepping on their toes. I'm still an active high school coach. 
Um, I'm coaching girls basketball now. Chef and I coach football together. And some of the things we would always tell our athletes is, hey, man, go run track, play baseball. You have to do something. So that that's something that we're really trying, the message we're really trying to get across to these kids. How are you guys looking for your, your season? So we, uh, we're excited. Um, you know, we were a relatively new staff this last year. Uh, we finished 29 and 24. We've got a lot of young guys coming back that were very good uh, integral pieces of our program this last spring. Um, you know, we'd love to see them continue to develop and continue to get more consistent. Um, but we we have to feel very excited and very uh, just ready to get going. Um, this this summer is kind of after the way our season ended. This summer's kind of left a little bit of a sour taste in our mouth. But you know, it's it's part of it, and we're just uh, we're ready to get back after it. We're really excited. Well, coach, we wish you uh, lots of luck. We'll definitely be following your program, and uh, we would love to have you back on here after the season, and you can tell us how that uh, championship run was for you. I, w- I would love that. I really appreciate you guys bringing me on and giving me this opportunity. And uh, like I said, if it, whenever you guys want, you just give me a call. I would be more than happy to jump on. Coach, you have turned me into an Ohio baseball fan in a span of 30 minutes. I really appreciate you doing this for us. That's not a problem. Hey, maybe uh, I'll have to go check the uh, the equipment room and see if I can't get a couple hats and an address for you guys and, and ship them down that way. Coach, hey. We're always up for freebies, Coach. We appreciate it. (laughs) That's right. That is right. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you so much for joining our program. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Good luck. Take care now. Make sure to follow us as we'll be hosting informative conversations with young athletes all over the country, as well as coaches from the high school, college, and pro level.